everyone and welcome to Humans. I'm Luke McCredden and this is episode 21. Now before we get into it, I'd like to thank the Melbourne Gin Company for getting involved in this episode. The Melbourne Gin Company are a magnificent brand that are based right here in Melbourne. In fact, the gin is made in the stunning Yarra Valley in Victoria. It's a very flavoursome drop. I urge everyone to go to melbournegincompany.com, check out the range, check out a bit about the brand, get yourself a bottle and have it delivered right to your door. Can I recommend having a look at the award-winning single shot, an absolutely delicious gin, and it is available right now. And as I said, you can get it delivered right to your door. Anyway, this episode, I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me Nick Anderson, who is one of my favourite singers, an absolutely beautiful voice, powerful, energetic, charismatic, fun guy who can absolutely bowed out a tune um, as good as anyone I've heard. Uh, He plays in a band called the Velvet Archers. We've had Ethan Jenkins on the podcast before who also plays in that band. And Nick is just an amazing guy. He's just such a cool guy. He's also got an amazing musical mind. Seems to know a lot about how it works, what it takes to pump out a really good tune. Um, Also a passion for food and beverage, a cooking passion that stems from... The actual art of cooking, making him feel good and bringing him out of a slump. We talk about all of that stuff, music, food, and a bit of general banter, but uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode. This is episode 21 with Nick Anderson. This is a way oversized water bottle. It's the only one I had because the kids have stolen all the bottles. <laughs> what, what gin have you been drinking? Well, it's funny you ask. <laughs> it's funny you ask. Because... Because I, oh. I, this is for you. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, this is for you. From you. My, my very good friends at the Melbourne Gin Company just literally oh. dropped in oh, t- two seconds before you did. Am I allowed they, to open it? Yeah, open it up. This is very exciting. It's magnificent drop, mate. Oh, and it's even got a bit of tonic in there as well. Absolutely. Oh. I'll tell you what, I reckon... Uh, mate, that is that is beautiful looking gin. Yeah, good, good drop, and that's for you, my friend. And thank, thank you, you to MGC for for supplying that because uh, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, you will um, you will have a crack at that tonight, I reckon. Oh, mate, I guarantee <laughs> you that. <laughs> Thanks, man. No, too easy. How you been? Anyway, it's great to see you, and we've been talking about doing this for a while. So we have, yeah, yeah. We sort of got interrupted by coronavirus, almost, <laughs> yeah. didn't we? <laughs> we did. We did the bloody thing. Um, how's it? Has that affected you? Is it a lot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly question, but geez. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, obviously, just my work's in like one of the most hard, most hard hit industries, basically. Yeah. So, um, I went from having a very, very full calendar to nothing at all. That's shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's fine. Like you know, we've got the uh, the job keeper thing because I'm I'm a sole trader. So yeah, got yeah. the job keeper and. I'll, Got a bit of money in the bank, so yeah, I'll be able to ride through it hopefully. Good, but good. yeah, there's a lot of other people who uh, 
are in a much worse situation than I, that's oh, for sure. Mate, there's some horrible sort of stories and situations. Um, mm. But, yeah, it was interesting. I was thinking about you the other day because we were talking about, um, obviously, a mutual friend of ours, mm. uh, Ethan Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's been on the podcast before. I was going to say, I, I'd uh, listened to his episode. Yeah. And I listened to a bit of uh, Mervyn Hughes the other day <laughs> as well. I'm, I'm a bit of a cricket tragic, oh, so yeah? I enjoyed that one. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously, um, Ethan plays with you in the, in the band, but also he, he was meant to be married by now. Yes. Um, yeah, we were all supposed to be dancing it away. Yeah. Couple, like last week or two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it was recently. But, yeah. Um, obviously, you, that's something you do play at weddings a lot. I do. So the whole wedding thing, how many do you reckon you had to cancel? Poor. I don't even. I think we worked out that, including like weddings I do by myself and yeah. weddings that we do with a band, it was like. 20, 30 grand's worth or something. Like oh, a yeah. big chunk of cash. Yeah. yeah. It's so, amazing, isn't it? It's yeah. A, it's, it's obviously, it's not, it's it's sad for the bride and groom, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the thing, like, you know, we're all feeling sorry for ourselves because we've had all this work cancelled, but you've had all these people who've been, some of them, like, we've been booked in for 18 months, two oh, years really? or whatever, yeah. and then it's like, yeah, two weeks before yeah. the big day, it's like, yeah, no, nah, sorry. Yeah. We've been lucky that almost all of them have been, postponed okay rather than cancelled we had yeah. a few things that have been cancelled but yeah. most of the weddings have been postponed so yeah. it if everything going well it looks like the second half of the year is going to be gangbusters like crazy <laughs> so <laughs> i might weekend. i might be wishing that i um yeah. haven't had all this <laughs> wonderful time off now because yeah i'll be paying yeah. for it yeah. <laughs> weddings hard are they a hard gig <sighs> depends on whose wedding it is yeah. like some weddings are really, really, really hard work yeah. and you almost walk away feeling like you haven't done your job. Really? You could, but it's just because they're not, they're vo- they're not they don't want to dance. Like but some people just don't want to dance or yeah. like if the crowd's a bit older, yeah. Um, like we, we play some older-ish songs but mm. like we're not, we're not playing anything <laughs> from the Roaring Twenties or anything like that. So. <laughs> um, like if it's an older crowd, like they leave early as well. Yeah. So like – yeah, there's definitely ones where you go, oh, well, that was that was a bit average. Yeah. But, like, nine times out of ten, they're heaps of fun yeah. um, in terms of, like, everyone is there wanting to have a good time. Yeah. You know, we're getting paid and we're getting a meal and we're getting a few beers. And so. you see some classic dance floor oh, stuff. Oh, like, <laughs> w- the amount of times that, like none of us can sing because we're laughing at people <laughs> on the dance floor. Like yeah. there's, there's countless times. That's brilliant. And like the, the, we've actually spoken about having like a, a wedding debrief podcast on the drive <laughs> on the way home. Cause we oh, quite often should. we have some like real big drives. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it might be two hours in the car after the gig of us just absolutely hanging shit on, on people that who were be, like ripping out some bizarre stuff. Well, you wouldn't have to name them. No, You'd just yeah. be talking about the experience. Yeah. That would be so funny yeah, to listen to. Yeah, so, we sort of tried to work out whether, <laughs> like, we'd get in trouble or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, like, obviously we don't know a vast majority of the – like, we <laughs> know them by the end of it, but, like, yeah. they, they're not friends of ours. Like, yeah. So, oh, man. This is some classic. And I'm sure I've been involved in some hilarious moments at weddings. But oh, yeah. That's what weddings are for, am <laughs> exactly. I right? Exactly. If you can't have a hilarious <laughs> moment at a wedding, when can you? Oh, it's, it's funny, though, because I always think about um, – Oh, like a high pressure, high mm. pressure situation. Mm. Do you, you, do you, you'd almost need to try and 
block out that and just have fun yourself, wouldn't you? Because otherwise yeah, you worry it, too much about... Yeah, if oh, you're doing oh, a ceremony or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're doing a ceremony, like, everyone's looking at you. Yeah. But then as soon as the bride comes in, your borderline don't exist don't because exist, everyone's yeah. looking at the bride. So yeah. that sort of takes the pressure off a sure, bit. And then sure. in the in the midst of a dance floor, like, yeah. if you're looking like you're having a great time laughing at people, then chances are the crowd actually... I remember playing... Um, at a ceremony where close friends of mine, <clears throat> you know, when the bride was coming down, that thing, mm. I remember shitting myself yeah. more than I ever have about performing mm. anything e- ever. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because it was such a – actually, I've done it twice. I've done done it twice, but the second time in particular, <clears throat> it was a um, – I don't know, there was just something about it like if I, if I do something here that really fucks up. Yeah, yeah, well, I've spoken about ruin this so many times. Life, like the amount of power and control that you have in that, mo- like you've got a, a room full of people sitting there looking at you, yeah. and you have a microphone. Like yeah. you could just say whatever you want and like ruin someone's dat, like ruin someone's best day of their life. In yeah. the comments. Um, luckily, oh, I haven't done no, that yet. You're not that loose. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I hope they don't get you on a bad day. I hope not too. Hey, um. <laughs> I'm I'm pumped. I'm really excited to to have you here, Nick, because um, I can't get enough of your voice. Oh, and stop. And, and I'm not, you know, just gonna make this too awkward for you. But <laughs> I legitimately f- um, f- feel like your voice is as good as is one of my favorite voices I've ever heard. Oh, thanks, man. And That's my, very kind. my wife and I often um, talk about it, and we've. And unfortunately, I've only been to see you guys live a few times. But yeah, I reckon that was the last time I saw you. Actually, was yeah. at the one of the Market. markets. Or yeah, something. that yeah, was yeah. amazing. It's good fun that one. Oh, yeah. mate, and uh, I just can't. And I was talking to friends, you know, the the few days after, and and it sort of go I'll explain that I went and saw a band, mm. um, and played at the market, and it was fucking insane. And they're like, <laughs> what do you, what do you, mate? Like, what do you, what do you? I'm like. I, you just go, yeah. Like, yeah, the, 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 it was a. It's this party mm. out of nowhere. Like, it's this Wednesday night, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, it's Wednesday night. Piss yeah. and rain that night in particular. Oh, it was too. That and was the muddy rain. Yeah, that's right. The muddy rain. So, <laughs> no reason for anyone to be out. No, right? apart yeah. from the market. It's a great market. Yeah, it and fun. so it's a Wednesday night. Piss and muddy rain. Cold and miserable. And come nine pm, mm. this. Something happens. Yeah. You guys are ripping into probably your second set and people come from God knows where and all of a sudden this shed is full Mm. of one of the best dance parties you could possibly think of. It's – I can't even (laughs) describe how it happens every time, but it does. Yeah. And it's bizarre because, like – they're, most of them are just people who happen to be there. Like, obviously, a few people come down specifically to see us right, play yeah. and stuff, but like, most of them don't. But that like, reaction of someone who happens to be there to then just lose their shit and just start mm, dancing uncontrollably because yeah. that's what your music does to yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's an amazing thing. It's good fun. It feels yeah. good, like up on stage looking yeah. out and, and seeing that. It's it's good fun. You yeah. um, seem to, and not discrediting the audience because it's amazing, but you seem to just have audiences in your palm as soon as you walk out on stage oh. um your, your outfits are awesome i love them <laughs> um you're obviously as i said your voice is incredible but there's something about the trio and the and the, mm. and the sort of vibe you guys bring but also yeah. just yeah as i said as soon as you open your mouth it seems like everyone's like bang just watching you yeah well like we're we're best mates um like wilson got married end of last year and the band was 
in his like groom's yeah. party thing. So like, yeah. I think the fact that we've known each other for like so long, um, like be getting close to 10 years now, we've yeah. all been good mates and, um, and yeah, I think we just vast majority of the time, um, especially at that particular gig, like we're just having, having, we're fun. Just having fun. And it, and it's certainly, you can see that, which is, which makes it, which, yeah, it cuts through for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole energy thing though, is is something is that something you've always sort of had in your persona? Just you just sort of seem to ooze energy and um yeah, just sort of engage with people. I suppose not like intentionally, yeah. um, but it seems to have just happened yeah. to be that way, I suppose. I don't know why. Um but yeah, yeah, I suppose. Because you hear a lot of comedians talk about not necessarily trying to be funny, but have always been laughed at, mm. like, as in in a, yeah, in a yeah, positive in a good way. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just went, oh fuck it, I might as well do comedy. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like that's kind of like obviously you've got a passion for music as well, mm. but like the whole entertainment factor. Yeah, it just seems like that's what you're made for. Yeah, it sort of seems to be <laughs> that way, and like it's sort of been completely by accident that side of it, I suppose. Like. Yep. Um, when I was young, I was in the National Boys Choir, and so that's where I got my chops, basically. Yep. Um, and then, not not that they, if they heard me singing now, they'd probably be uh, <laughs> like, what has <laughs> happened to that beautiful singing voice yeah. that once once existed? But, um, <laughs> yeah, the other side of it, I don't know. Like, it's yeah. not something that I give any thought or put any time into or, or anything, really. It's just... Well, well, I wonder whether that's got something to do with that engagement then, that the fact that... It is genuine. Yeah. You know, uh, like yeah. you're not coming out trying to, hey, I'm yeah. here. Like it's just, you're doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's an amazing um, ability to, to, to do that. It's a, oh, it's, thanks, it's a great thing. And it makes it a lot easier to do it. It's yeah. somewhere like the, the Vic market where like mm. everyone's going nuts and stuff. So that, <laughs> that obviously helps. But it's, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's incredible. So anyway, yeah. I, I, look, we'll obviously, um, I'll throw some links around and, and I'll, I'll, I urge people, but, once things are back on track mm. and you guys are playing and out yeah, playing. Yeah, who knows when that's going to be. Just got to check it out. You do a lot of solo stuff too. I do, yeah, yeah. Um, a, that'd and be a different vibe. It is, yeah. yeah. And like there's definitely not any sort of showmanship or anything yeah. really in, in the solo stuff. And it, it, a lot of them are different different sort of gigs. Like yep. It might be like a, a a six to six till nine in a bistro yeah, okay. of a pub. or yeah. um, I do a lot of weddings by myself as well okay. and like yeah. private functions and corporate stuff and yep. like you know corporate stuff you're just getting paid big money to like you're just there for the client to show off that they can afford to have a musician at yeah. their corporate event basically they don't yeah. actually care what corporate would like. be funny yeah they, they're they'd almost be against trying to engage too much with the audience, oh the amount they? of time i've been told to like turn, turn it down. down really yeah just like can you please turn it down it's like i almost can't <laughs> like it's <laughs> Like I've got a, thing, I've got a loud you. singing voice, so yeah. if you turn off my microphone, yeah. like half the time you can still hear me anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, corporate stuff and, and even some of that like pub bistro stuff, you often get people like, oh, excuse me, could you just turn it down a bit? <laughs> so I'm not being that loud. Not man. really. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the singing voice that you were talking about, it's mm. not um, probably accustomed to the boys' choir mm. anymore. Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. Um I've just always been able to do it. Yeah, right. Um, so it was. It's an. It's. It's a voice that you have. Gra- like grabbed and, and went and gone with sort of thing. So yeah. it's an intentional. Yeah, basically, like um, I've like there's singers in my grandpa was a very very good singer. Yeah. Um, 
So there's genetics and stuff going yeah. on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, I think I was lucky to be because I haven't really done much like singing training besides that that choir experience. Yeah. So I think I was lucky to to get all the techniques at a really really young age. Um, yeah. So like I was in the choir when I was like seven or eight or something through to when I was like 13 or 14. Okay, yeah. So that's obviously like you don't really need to think about – you just – it was almost like being at school, just yeah, getting yeah. stuff drilled into you yeah. and like the standard was crazy really? high. Yeah, yeah. Are they, are they strict? On, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you have did gigs with like the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra and stuff and yeah, right. you'd like – the choir master would be like, nah, that was flat. Start from the start. It's like, wow. MSO's there. Like, <laughs> you can't. But, like, the standard's, like, yeah. real high. So, okay. um, and, like, you know, you just be given a piece of music and, oh, right, off we go, and you just sing it. And it's yeah. like, I used to be able to do it. I can't do that anymore. Really? Like, oh, put a sheet of music in front of me and I'll have to sit down and, like, get out a monocle and a pen and, like, work out what notes, what, yeah. one by one. Um but yeah, the standard was so high, so I think that's where I got all my chops, and yep. then everything else sort of. And just and the, the genre that um, obviously I don't even think we've mentioned Velvet Arches is the band I've oh, referred yeah. to a few times. That that sort of genre or that the style that you guys are, are putting out there is that did that just happen? Like I feel like with some bands and some bands that I've played with or, or been in or whatever, you you don't try and be a style, so it just sort yeah. of works out that way. Yeah. Is, um, like obviously very heavily influenced by Mumph and Sons. Yep. Um, me and me and Wilson sort of became mates sort of right when they were peaking. Yeah, like right. Yeah. When uh, like Little Line Man was like the number one song on the radio, sort of yeah. thing. Um, which is hard to believe now that Mumford and Sons was like basically the biggest band in the world for <laughs> a, a short amount of time, <laughs> way back when. Yeah. Um, because, like, there was all these copycat bands that sort of came after, like the Lumineers and all yeah, that. Yeah. So they, everyone yeah, sort right. of all came up sort of shortly after that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, me, me and Wilson were, like, really into that that first and, and second album. Um, and we would just be going off to a gig and just pumping it on the way home. And, just, <laughs> and then um, we sort of eventually just went, like, oh, why don't we, like, try and do something like that? Yeah. Um, and then we had a, a girl, Lauren Miko, um, playing the mandolin oh, yeah. to start with, and yep. then she ended up leaving, and we got Ethan in yep. to um, to fill in, and then he hasn't left. Yeah, uh, yeah you can't kick him out now. Yeah, it's worked well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just sort of like there's definitely like an intentional and an influence and a, a yeah. heavy influence to yeah. sort of be that sort of vibe. Yeah. Um, but and like it started as a like only originals band really like yeah, okay. we were writing stuff and yeah. only doing original music and um, doing some doing some support gigs and stuff like that and then we got asked to do a wedding and we went oh right well, we're going to need a bunch of covers to do this <laughs> wedding and then it sort of just took off steamrolled from there and we haven't done like any original stuff for yeah. a very long time now because we've just been th- doing our stupid covers. <laughs> oh, and it's amazing though. And and what you turn the uh, a song that you typically hear in its original format into your version is awesome. Mm. It's, so, yeah. it's, it's so entertaining, so yeah. enjoyable. And I think that's why people sort of enjoy it so yeah. much is because it's like a song that they know really mm. well. But it's Look, even your song you did the other night, 
uh, the Miley Cyrus song. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking incredible, man. Oh, that was so man. good. That was so good. Um, I'm a big Miley fan. I'm a big yeah, Miley fan. But do you know what? Mm. Um, I want to say it's weird, but because I'm a music fan, like, yeah. I love everything, right? Mm. But it's I, I'm of there's something about Miley Cyrus's mm. music. Yeah, yeah, I'm attracted to it. I don't yeah. know what it is. I, I I like it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's because she's sort of from the age of pop music where a lot of it is. Uh, very heavily produced yeah. um, and, and all that sort of stuff, which her stuff is as well. Um, but she's just such a good musician in her, mm. in her own right and obviously – Does she write her stuff? I – look, I'm sure she – as yeah. pretty much everyone yeah. these days, I pr- probably Ed Sheeran's written half yeah. of her songs or something like that. <laughs> Ed um, Sheeran, yeah, he's probably written every song in the next 10 years. Yeah. There'll be credits. Yeah. yeah. I remember singing along to a Justin Bieber song the other day and I was like, oh, do you know Ed Sheeran? Like, I'm like, of course he did. <laughs> Um, uh, but but yeah, she, uh, she's got she's got that like like we were talking about before, just that like stage presence. Yeah, and like have you just, seen her live? I've never seen her live. No, no but I watch a lot of her live stuff yeah. on on YouTube and stuff like that. She, and it'd be an interesting live show, I reckon. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Yeah, and then she's also got like the live videos of her like in a stadium doing the full mm. thing. But she's got heaps of like really cool like acoustic covers yeah. and stuff as well. Um, she's got a bit of a. Um, it seems like there's a bit of grit there yeah. that's not too um, uh, too fabricated or yeah. too poppy, so to speak. Yeah, I know, yeah. It just seems like there's a bit, which I, I, I love that. Yeah, I um, think I think the main reason that like I I like it, and like I'm a huge fan of like Adele yep. and like Taylor Swift, I love and Katy Perry, I love and yep. all those all those like super poppy people, I'm a huge fan of. Mm. Um, and I think the common thing that they all have in common is like they they've got chops. Yeah. Like, even if they didn't write any of their songs, yeah. they can fucking sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, yeah, and when I asked about Miley Cyrus' songs, mm. I'm taking nothing away from it. It doesn't mm. matter if she's written them or not. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just curious. I wasn't sure. But absolutely, there's some unbelievable singers around at oh, the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And you're right. There's something that's that's slightly, I don't know, I, I'm with you. I'm drawn to a, a genuine mm. singer. Yeah. You know? And I think, like, in – in recent, especially with musicians, sometimes uh, that can be less important. Oh, like totally. the amount of times you hear, like, oh, do you hear like that new Justin Bieber song or whatever? And they go, oh, yeah, it's pretty good, but he didn't write it. It's like, who cares? Who cares? It's like someone wrote it. But I, you know, I think back um, and. Like, I'm a massive John Farnham Oh, fan. mate, you're talking to the right person. I was literally on YouTube last night <laughs> watching John Farnham concerts. <laughs> I, I love him. I He's probably re- my favourite singer. Mate, oh, absolutely. And um, I've pl- I played him the other night. I just I was, I was in a shit mood, mm. right, at home. Yeah. And I, I think I started cooking dinner or doing something and I chucked some Farnsy on. Yeah. Mate, the world's a better place with Farnsy oh. pumping on it. Yeah, unbelievable. Him in the 80s, yeah. I think he was like the best vocalist in the world. Like he's just to listen so to underrated. But yeah, that's the thing. Worldwide. Why wasn't he a worldwide I, sensation? I, I Seriously. I have no idea. I have no idea. I sh- it, a lot of that stuff's just right place, right time. Like yeah. he it possibly stuff just never lined up for him. Um, I had a game, a life changer in 1992 and mm. I went and saw the- That's the year I was born, by the way. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I Sorry was, to bring that up. I was, well, I was. Oh, it's not as if I'm going to say I was twenty something. I was uh, nine. Mm. Um, Rod Laver Arena. I'm 
Tennyson or yeah, whatever yeah. it was called back then, um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh. And the cast in that. Oh, you had that Kate, changed my you world. had Angry yeah. Anderson, you had John Roger, Stevens. You, yeah, John Stevens. John Stevens and John Farnham, Jesus and Judas. Like, yeah. Fuck oh, me. one of the – and like with um, the COVID-19, they've been releasing um, – what's his name, that guy who wrote it? Um, Andrew Lloyd. Williams. Andrew Lloyd. He's been putting all the stuff up on YouTube. Oh, really? And um, been, been looking at a bit of it and – Nothing like you hear people sing Jesus Christ Superstar songs all the time, yeah, and no one, no one tops it. That that car and Kate Sobrano, um, yeah, Angry Anderson, uh, John Waters was also, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, unbelievable car. Mm. And uh, I listened yeah. to a bit of it again, just again the other day. The first, I, no reason, don't need a reason. No, uh, but I, I found it on Spotify. Mm. I don't know if the whole cast album's on there, but I think it might be. Is it? Yeah, well, yeah. I found a couple of the tracks. And I'm like, man, like John Farnham. Mm. Could have dominated stage as well as you know, like yeah. he, he, like actual as in theatre. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he was incredible. His pipes are unbelievable. Like, yeah. and well, everyone in that, like Kate's amazing. Yeah. Um, like obviously John Stevens. Yep. Amazing. Like, yeah. I've, I've been lucky enough to see all of them like live as well, yep. and they're just like still yeah. now. Like that was nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Um, and I I saw. John, uh, John Stevens and Kate and stuff last year. Oh, right. Well, last year or late the year before. Yep. And like as good. Yeah. As good. That's great. And mm. and that's something that's a testament to that. Look, th- there seems to be that there was that era of genuine, amazing vocalists. Mm. And you know it's uh, it's genuine and amazing because they've carried it through and they're still you can listen to them now. Yeah. There's a lot of – and. I don't, I'm no expert, but there's a lot of probably short-term vocalists around. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If that makes yeah, sense. Where, like these guys had, you know, and girls just had voices that will never, yeah. never die long yeah, after they're yeah. gone. They're just, you know, yeah. uh, unbelievable. It's a, it's just a treat. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, the songwriting thing doesn't matter to me when talking about people yeah. like John Farnham. And, yeah, and yeah. And, like, guys. obviously John Farnham is one of those examples where yeah. he – I think he wrote one or two, but yeah. all the big stuff, he yep. didn't – I don't think he had anything to do with it at all. He just yep. walked into the studio and ripped out some magic. Do you know one of the best Australian voices, in my opinion, mm. and it also is like a singer-songwriter type arrangement mm. is Darren Hayes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, my wife um, is a massive Savage Garden yeah. fan or, or was – and was convinced um, that she'd married Darren Hayes <laughs> until he came out, and then she was shattered, and her life was over. And sorry, he's he's taken. Um, you got a bit of it. You look like Darren Hayes a bit. Me, you could pull it off. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why she's gone for me? I think so. I don't think. I don't, I, and if not that Darren Hayes is listening, but if you is, if you are, don't worry, you're a much better human, much better looking human than I am. But. Like that guy. I mean, come on. Oh, he's voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, in Savage Garden, but, and I, they. Oh, they went big overseas. They didn't took they? the world on. <laughs> they took the world on it. And the sad thing was that it was a, a, a long, you know, they didn't last long together as mm. a band or whatever. And that's yeah. fine. That happens. But man, they could have very much. Well, they did. They dominated, right? Mm. They made oh, they stupid it. amounts of money and yeah. did very well, very successful. Yeah, yeah. You'd love to see groups like that come back and oh. do this. I don't even think he's singing much no, anymore. I heard he was doing comedy. Well, he was I heard he was at Grandlings Academy or whatever in uh, California. Yeah, well, he had a podcast, like a movie review podcast oh. in 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 Hollywood or something yeah, for right. a while. And um, mate, good luck to him. Like, yeah, oh, he, he can do whatever do what he, he wants. wants. Yeah, but uh, you know, you'd give anything to hear that. Those sort yeah. of people. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to hear. Like they're talking about with all the festivals, mm. uh, like not really being allowed to have Australian uh, overseas acts yeah. in the next twelve months and stuff. Like they're talking about like 
a bunch of those big come Aussie back. acts might come back awesome. because they're already here. <laughs> like I've heard whispers about Powderfinger wow. and all yeah. that. And like if like if Silverchair or someone oh. like that just appeared again, like Mate. people would lose their minds. The the likes of Silverchair, um, if I was a promoter, mm. I would be I would have confidence in selling out oh. twenty nights in a row Absolutely. at the biggest stadium in yeah, Australia. Like yeah. Seriously, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been a very long. It's been, I don't know. Must be at least 10, 10 years since they've yeah. broken up. It's funny that they're. Um, I was talking to. I think this might have been on social media on the Humans podcast page, but mm. I put on there about their last studio album, um, Young Modern, mm. was actually my favourite. Like I love a that album. Fairly yeah. much above all the rest, and yeah, because of Frog Stomp and Freak Show, that yeah. was sort of oh, game changers. Different and awesome. sound. But yeah. it, I, I listen to it now still and just this is just masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, if you keep losing sleep, yeah, that, that's which is like unbelievable. an epic track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it belongs in like a, a musical or something. Yeah. Like yes. It's unbelievable. I always think that as well. Yeah. Um, he, he's someone that I think will never get enough credit, Daniel Johns. He's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's done some bizarre stuff recently. Like Who, who hasn't? Um, yeah, you know, um, and it, like it's definitely not my thing, but it's still like good quality. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I'd love to see Silver. I saw them a big day out. It's like my first ever. Um, I think I was sixteen, and yeah. I had to like get on my hands and knees and like beg mum and dad <laughs> to let me go, um, and they said no. Um, and then a friend of mine from uh, school, he her dad was going. And found out that I really wanted to go, so he called up my mum and dad oh, and said, "Like, what an angel. hey, I heard Nick really wants to go. Yeah. I'm going by myself. I'll drive him in. I'll hang out with him, and How I'll drive that? him home again. So if if you're happy with that, then I'm happy to do it. Brilliant. Um. So oh, I had and to it was take... Rage Against the Machine headlining. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, and like Amazing. Silverchair, Grinspoon, Regurgitator, oh. Powderfinger, like uh, Bjork, Bjork. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, I had to take my mum and dad to a Silverchair and something something for Kate concert oh, at, the, something at, for Kate. at the forum. Oh, obviously, it was 16 or 17. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm willing to put up with mum and dad for yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah, well, Paul, yeah. Paul, as soon as Paul Dempsey yeah. starts singing, you forget about anything, really. He's, yeah. he's unbelievable. He's, yeah. yeah. He, and look, he's another one who's... Keeps keeps on keeping on he, and he does. everything he does is, yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just on Silverchair, the last thing that I saw them, the last time I saw them live was when they did that tour with Powderfinger. Yeah, that double thing. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Oh mate, I mean that was just two of the, you know, the greatest modern Australian rock yeah. bands. Yeah, and just unbelievable. Yeah, they're they're both just powerhouses. Oh, yeah. Man. What I mean, when I, I had a conversation after I saw you guys play at the Night Market. Yeah. Few weeks ago, whenever the mm. last one was, with um, um, Ricky, uh, my wife, and mm. we we're talking about the f- like festivals. We just mentioned yeah, Big Day yeah. Out, but you guys, I know you know what you what you're doing there. So it's covers and all that sort mm. of thing, but I, I don't see why the barrier can't be broken, and a band like you yeah. can play at a major festival. Mm. Look, you you think about um, the market Wednesday night, mm. punters are going nuts. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. Uh, you know, I don't know what the some of the current festivals are, but like yeah, picture, yeah. say a big day out. Yeah, yeah. What you do to a crowd there? Do you ever think about that stuff? Oh, like would absolutely love to uh, to do something like a big festival. That'd yeah. be awesome. And like I've been been able to do some like medium festivals with some people I've worked with before and, yep. and other other things. But um, like the festivals are the best vibe. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think it's the people in charge of those things. It's it's very Triple J yeah. centered and yeah. Yeah. all that sort of stuff. So um, what about originals? Like what about? <laughs> I know. Yeah, look, you're on a good thing. You're on a, mm. a, a you know money maker, so to speak. Mm. Not mm. you know. Um, have you? Got, I often push Ethan. Go, yeah, and like sure. Oh, don't worry, are. they're pushing me. Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Is, so is it something you're not into? Like, um, I don't know. I think. Um, I've always found, uh, like, oh, as I said before, like singing has involved basically no effort. Like, it's it's something I've just been able to do, um, and it's not something I've worked particularly hard on making yeah. good. Mm. Um, and I've written some stuff, and I don't know if I'm just like a perfectionist yeah. or, um, like, I I think I'm normally pretty good at going. Because like there's been some stuff I've written that's been okay, but some most of it I don't reckon's good. But enough. have you? Who have you shown though? Oh, no one. <laughs> yeah. So this is yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, everyone's their own worst judge. Yeah, sort of thing, I think though. so. Um, and there's also I I sort of zoom out a lot when I think about things. Um, yep. so you know rather than just going well, if I write some songs or release them, they might do well. I zoom out, and because I rely on this for my like mm. income, like I need to pay rent and eat and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. If you go, well, if Velvet Archer start pushing original stuff, then we'll have to cut back on yep. weddings. We'll have to cut back on any of the like live public shows that we've done because if you're doing like an original show at a venue, very often in booking agreements, it's said that you're not allowed to do a show at another venue as that band within like three or four weeks of yeah, right. that as well really? to ensure that you get maximum patronage oh, okay. at that yeah, gig. Yeah. And so there's all that sort of stuff. So yeah. it would end up at least to start, like obviously if, if the original stuff does well, it'd build up. But to start with, you'd have to, like I'd have to get another job. Yeah. So short term would be a fi- potent, well, a financial decrease. And I think, I think that's probably the yep. biggest hurdle for that's me. Fair enough. Yeah. That's Which fair like, enough. Most people would probably tell me to, to get over that, but um, oh no, but that's oh, that's I don't pretty like realistic. working hard, so <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't do anything Monday to Friday. So, but what about the idea of and obviously you've got to go out there and play and promote, mm. but the idea of writing, recording mm. to put the feelers out, mm. it it's definitely. Yeah, there's <laughs> I'm been. I'm putting you on the spot. I don't no, 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 you on the no, spot. no, and uh, it's definitely spoken about to me by almost everyone I know, yeah. like a lot of the time. Like yeah. if you talk to like Ethan or Wilson or, or like pretty much all of my friends in the musical world, yeah. they're just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you not doing this? Um, and yeah. I was lucky enough to do a show with um, Ash Grunwald last year and um, he got me up on stage and we did a few songs together oh, and wow. stuff, which was heaps of fun. That's awesome. Um, and afterwards he's like, bro, give us a CD. And I'm like, oh, yeah, um, don't have one. Yeah. He's like, why? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and like, I've been able to um, uh, hang out with a, a few, like, decent, uh, well-known musicians over the past few years and stuff, and every single one of them's like, give us your CD. And I'm like, oh, yeah, don't <laughs> have one. So, uh, like, Velvet Archers have a, a very roughly put-together CD that um, was put together by some free studio time yeah. that we got a very long time ago but um it's definitely on the list of things to do i just need to 
pull my finger out and probably yeah. stop. I mean, being you've you've also got to want it too, though. You know, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to go and do that because everyone says says so. So I better do yeah. it because it won't be probably a true reflection. Yeah, and uh, do you know do you know Dill? Oh uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Not, not personally, but yeah. I don't know who he is. We yeah, should, you should get him on here. Um, yeah. but he's a machine. Like he loves writing, and it's he just writes every day. And yeah. the, I've we did a little bit of writing together uh, late last year, and um, it was good fun. Um, but he's just a machine. Like he just pulls stuff out, and he loves it. And I think <laughs> I don't seem to like it's something I would have to work really, really, really hard at to start developing yep. um, and and that's where I start getting distracted. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but Fair like enough. it's definitely like if you go like deep into like being a musician and stuff, like that's pretty much every musician's yep. like biggest, biggest thing is yeah. that they want to be playing a big, big festival or something like that, playing your own stuff. Your own stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of work to, to get there. Oh, so, for sure, for um, sure. And that that's the part that worries me. <laughs> I, I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a man of leisure. No, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a justified argument too. That you've got, like you say, an income stream at the moment mm. that's doing weddings, playing covers, doing. Yeah. So it's hard to, <clears throat> yeah, mm. cut strip some of that back. Yeah, particularly in this state. And age. Yeah, there's definitely been a little more movement at the station. Okay, uh, in that regard, Watch this space. most most recently. <laughs> My, good. my girlfriend dumped me late last year, so that's plenty of fuel for the fire, okay. usually. <laughs> right. right. So there's a bunch of half-finished songs sort of floating around. Okay. and Yeah. We'll yeah. S- yeah, maybe. Maybe soon. All right. Yeah. Good, good. I just hate being in a recording studio, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, the vibe I don't enjoy. I don't seem to be able to sing as well. Really? In, in a recording studio. Um, there's stuff that I'm able to do on stage vocally that I could never replicate in a recording yeah, studio. I don't know why that is. It must be something to do with energy, energy or something. For sure, sure. Yeah, like I, mm. every single time I've been in a recording studio, I've been really disappointed with how wow. I'm saying. Yeah, but then I'll go and do a show at the pub mm. um, for like 50 people like down the road from my place or something and I'll go, well, that was – three billion times better vocally yeah. than anything I've ever done in a studio. I think a lot of that stuff has got to do with the lead up as well. Mm. Like if you've got a show that uh, coming up tonight mm. the, during the day, you probably got a bit of adrenaline start yeah. kicking in at some point and you get yeah. to show time and it's like you're pumped. Mm. Studio time can be a bit more monotonous and a bit of more yeah. of a job. Yeah. Yeah. What about with live shows? Um, I spoke earlier in this about your energy, which mm. is great. Yeah. But as someone who, um, might like you're allowed to not be a certain way twenty four seven, right? Yeah, yeah, so totally. Someone like you, that's who's very got, much me. Yeah, yeah but but yeah. that and that's so human, right? Mm. So someone who's <coughs> excuse me got this energy and got this awesome stage presence mm. and and can belt out tunes. What if you're having a shit day? What does that do to you on stage? Or mm. are you able to go? Nah, I'm going on stage and I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I can usually turn it on um and the funny thing about a lot of that sort of stuff is like almost the more you look like you don't care the more people <laughs> like it like if i'm like rebel if i actually am having a shit day and i don't want to do the gig and that happens a lot especially with like you know i might be doing 40 weddings a year or something yeah. like that obviously i'm going to start getting and i've been doing it for a long time so yeah um you get you do get sick Worn of out. it yeah um 
And there's so many times, like like anyone who has a job, you get out of bed and you're like, I do not want to go to work today yeah. at all. Yeah. Like I, and the, the thing about weddings is you can't just go, um, I'm sick today. I'm not coming. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Because it's like a wedding. It's so, like it's like having, the, as we said earlier at the ceremony, having the power of a microphone. You can't just stop and go, I, I, you know what, guys, I can't be fucked. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to come in today. Um, and obviously, like as a as a self employed yeah. person, it, not you don't have any sick days or anything yeah. like that either. So you've got to rock up at every gig that you do, whether yeah. you feel like being there or not. Um, but yeah, if if you look like you don't want to be there, but you're performing, uh, like musically mm. then people sometimes actually like that more like <laughs> I, I think very often people who are amazing but look like they're really trying to yeah. sound amazing that can be a little bit cringy yeah. and people sort of don't don't enjoy it as much but if you're singing well but looking like you don't want to be there people almost like that more yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of that rebellious type um yeah or i don't know yeah so I suppose I'm lucky in that way where if I'm on and having a great time, then everyone's having a good time. But then if I'm not and I can't be bothered, yeah. but I'm still singing okay, still then people through. still like it anyway. So. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that's, that's, that's lucky. Handy. It's yeah. lucky. <laughs> um, what about, uh, I want to talk about um, another passion of yours mm. seemingly um, yeah. from following you on Instagram is, yeah. is the, the whole food and beverage industry. Yes. Yeah. What, what's going on and there? Speaking of gin, by the way, well, I, would, yeah. I would definitely be enjoying that. Right. Um, yeah, it's something that I've always enjoyed doing, like right back to when you had to do, I think like year nine, you do the, it's like a health health and human development subject for half of year nine, which involves like a bit of basic cooking. Yeah. Um, and from from that sort of time, I've always loved doing it. Yeah. hate washing the dishes and stuff, <laughs> so sometimes that stops me from doing it. Yeah. Um, but in the last sort of 12 months, 18 months, I've sort of started getting into it like, extra i suppose um and then i mentioned before uh, me and my girlfriend broke up uh, end of last year um and i spent a good couple of months sitting on the couch feeling sorry for myself and didn't cook anything and i'm just like obviously i know my girlfriend broke up with me but why do i feel so shit Mm. um and then one morning i was just really hungry and i got (laughs) off the couch and like made myself some breakfast or something i can't even remember what i made but i was like oh i feel really good now um maybe there's something in that. And so I just started cooking like constantly. Yeah. So like every, every morning I'd wake up and just work out what I was cooking for breakfast and then like go to the shops, work out what I was cooking for dinner. And then like I'd try and cook something like a bit sort of extra, I suppose. So from like uh, slightly after lunch for the rest of the day, I'd be prepping what I was doing for dinner. Yeah, right. uh, Not for anyone usually. I love having people around for dinner, but often it's just for for me but yeah. just the actual i could cook a whole meal and chuck it away like so it's the it's the, it's the actual well, i love eating creating. obviously but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and but the creation but yeah actually actually cooking it i yeah. yeah been a big fan of um and as i said before like as a musician you're only really working friday saturday sunday so I had Monday to Friday completely free, um, yeah. and the the big man uh, Dan Andrews put it up on the free TAFE list. So yep. this year I've actually started culinary oh, cool. school. Yeah, right. Yeah, so awesome. In my in my spare time during the week, uh, three of those days I'm not at the moment. It's been cancelled for the moment yeah. because of the, the good old COVID nineteen <laughs> strikes again. Yep. But um, 
Yeah, so I've been cool. I've been enjoying doing that as well. And so, what's the plan there? Like, what do you want to do with that? Don't know. Or is it just purely um, just want to continue doing it because you love it? Yeah. Well, just- I'm sort of. Uh, there's sort of this fear in the back of my mind that because like music started for me as um, I had all this homework due and stuff, but I was playing guitar instead, and I, I taught myself guitar as a procrastination measure <laughs> against homework. So. I'd be playing the mucking around the piano or playing the guitar or um, doing all that stuff when I was supposed to be doing other things. And it was like a true like pleasure for me to be yeah. sitting in my room, just yep. strumming the guitar sort of thing. Um, but then these days I basically only touch a show when I'm at work. I touch a guitar when I'm at work. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I think I picked up a guitar, like that Miley Cyrus cover thing that I did the other day. It's probably like one of the three occasions I've touched a guitar since COVID-19. Really? Yeah. Wow. I Yeah. What I associated singing, with do you, work. Na- do you just sort of sing around I the house sing and all stuff? The time. Yeah, yeah. Noise the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> normally it's, it's stupid stuff that I'm singing That's as well. Right. Um, Don't you sing along to your recipes or something? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. I, yeah. I make stupid little songs about what I'm cooking. <laughs> I haven't done one of them for a while. I'm in between. I'm moving house at the moment. So right. I'm in between kitchens. Yeah. So, um, I haven't done one for a while, but yeah, I sing along to my food. But yeah, I suppose there's there's that element of if this turns into a job, will that just be another thing that yeah. I was a, like a passion that I now associate yeah. with work and don't want to do in my spare time anymore? So do you reckon that's happened with music? Do you, has yeah. it taken away some of the sting or of the passion? I think so, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. The fact that like yeah, I rely on it to survive and stuff yep. and yep. – I'm doing like, cause normally a standard show for me is about three hours. So on an average weekend for me, I'm doing at least nine hours of singing, mm. uh, in a, in a weekend. So I can wear you down. Yeah. And yeah. playing the guitar and like, cause I've been doing it so much, I occasionally get like some RSI type stuff in my fingers. Yeah, okay. And so the only thing that really fixes that is rest. Yep. So there's that element as well, but I just don't feel like playing guitar like yeah. during the week and yeah. stuff and i think it is just because of of work yeah um and you know once i've had a couple of beers i don't mind picking up the guitar <laughs> it's sort of the the passion all comes back yeah again when i'm sitting at home after a few beers but that's it um, yeah okay so yeah. The, so the, yeah that's a concern with cooking too which, yeah so like yeah. you know there's part of me it's like oh yeah i could set up some like some sort of little thing and yeah. have heaps of fun and because I've got heaps of friends who love cooking as well. So yeah. if you can – like cooking with friends is one of the best things you can ever do, I reckon. Yeah. Um, so like there's potential for something like that to happen but then don't want to be a year down the track going, I now hate cooking and I never want to cook yeah. again. And like obviously that's something that you won't know until, until, it, you try until it happens. It, yeah. So um, it's, it's a tough one. But like I'm definitely not opposed to – to doing something yeah. like that, even if it is like just doing it on Instagram or something like that, oh. is, is fine with me. Yeah, there's lots of lots of avenues these days. Yeah, um, maybe you can combine the two, music and food, and somehow, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a way. Yeah, yeah, and but I yeah, I just love eating. Like, yeah, if if there was a way for me to just walk around and go to different restaurants and go to breweries and go to gin distilleries and just eat and drink and then that was my life. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, I don't think um, anyone would knock that life back. I don't think so. I'd no. take it. And, yeah. um, you know, the Melbourne Gin Company is somewhere you could go and visit maybe Absolutely. one day. Absolutely, I will. We should I'd go up there. We should go. It's not yeah. far from where I live. 
Where do you live again? <laughs> Out in the hills. Yeah, yeah. Whereabouts? <laughs> in the trees. Like in the trees. <laughs> in I live the in trees. a tree. <laughs> Um, like Belgrave, M- sort of, yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, MG- yeah. MGC, uh, Jembrook. So oh, yeah, cool, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, you know, the, the it's it's a beautiful country. Out mm, there. I love it up um, there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. There's something very, I don't know. It feels right. A gin coming from that, yeah, you know, that, that yeah. area. And, well, um, you got a bunch like there's alchemy and four pillars and all that yeah. in Hillsville as oh, well. There's some there's, amazing yeah. um, beverage. Um, places out there that some of the best drinks come from mm. and food um, yeah. and it, and it it seems like the right area to mm. for that stuff to come from I don't know yeah. it sounds weird but it's just yeah. like when you're out there you go yeah it makes sense yeah absolutely yeah, yeah the, the worst thing about those places is you have to go home they, leaving they, they yeah. ask you to leave yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm good. yeah <laughs> at some point can I live here <laughs> please um okay so you just keep well, well People, so at Nick Anderson, mm. people can follow you on Instagram, I dare yeah, say, yeah, for you to keep up to date with all your food yeah, stuff, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, thanks, man. Not to mention the singing stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I really w- was, um, I can't express to people uh, d- enough to go and see you live, but oh, also just thanks, check out man. some of your stuff because, yeah, unique voice, man. Thanks, man. And um, powerful. Yeah, too, um, probably too powerful. I've, I've blown some yeah. engineers' uh, uh, <laughs> eardrums a few times. I, think. <laughs> yeah. I always tell them to turn it down before I start, but they, they sort of never believe me. <laughs> turn, no, seriously. Yeah. Turn, mate, don't put your headphones <laughs> up. Okay, okay. Um, so what have you got any indication? I don't know, people, this is probably going to make things weird because mm. people might listen to this in a year's time, but oh, yeah. when you're back on track, when, when you're allowed to start playing live and all that sort of it's, stuff? In terms of weddings and stuff, uh, it looks like everything's sort of been pushed back to, I think the first one has been like maybe October. Mm. There may be one, I don't have my calendar in front of me. I think it's September, October yeah. is when it's supposed to be, when we've got stuff booked in that yeah, hasn't cool. been cancelled or postponed. So yeah. it's, and like the way things are going, it seems like, we might be on the right track to, yeah, to be back by so. then. Um, and if I can do a wedding a week, I can I can live so yeah. that as long as that happens in terms of the other stuff like the pubs and, and all that I have no idea. There was some communication out this morning, and again, this is going to be outdated for people listening. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's going to be a staged, staggered. Yeah, thing, so. well, it's not even it's not even the numbers thing that's the the sort of biggest hurdle there. I don't think because like hospitality uh, have such thin margins. Yeah, so usually the first thing to go. If if they're not making money is is something like music, um, and obviously they've yeah. had a pretty big financial hit, so it, it might actually be a while before pubs and stuff are actually wanting to have musicians back in there. Just because you know, if you're paying a musician five hundred bucks to sit in the corner and play the guitar, mm. um, that that's five hundred bucks that could yeah, be yeah. profit into your into the business. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. Like, it might all just go back to normal and we'll be sweet, but um, I think there's definitely going to be a few venues who want to recoup some income yeah, before enough. they before they fair start enough. getting people like me in there. But if you are listening, mm. and it doesn't matter when you're listening, you could be listening in 2025 <laughs> and you want uh, the greatest wedding band ever assembled, <laughs> um, Velvet Archer's website? Is uh, it's at velvetarches.com. Yep. It's probably the 
the best place to go. We, we do have Instagram, Instagram as well. We're pretty slack on Instagram, to be Come honest. On, because boys. Well, I'm in charge of that. So <laughs> that's probably why we're slack on it. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Instagram is where I, I hang out most of the time. Just hang out on Instagram. I hang out on Instagram. Go over and visit Nick on Instagram and drop him a line and say hi. Um, mate, this has been awesome. Thank you so Mate, much for thanks for having in. me. It's been good to see you. Thanks for the croissant. I haven't eaten any yet because I didn't want to be that no, guy that not, chews you don't into the microphone. Chew into a microphone, do you? Um, but that's a good looking. That's a good looking pastry right there. Yeah. Well, I had a corner of it before, and it was very good. <laughs> Loon. They and, make good stuff. Um, you know, thanks to the team at MGC. Enjoy your gym, oh, man. Oh, yeah, it's a mate. Beautiful I've, drop. I've been like sort of secretly eyeing off the the box the yeah. whole conversation. It looks looks bloody great. Well, let's um let's send me a photo later of a glass. I will, and I'll cheers to that because yeah. I'll have one as well. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, look, thanks for coming down, Nick. It's been thanks, great. Man. I no, can't wait to see fun. you back up on stage. The sooner the better. Yeah, hopefully it's not too far. And your next and your next recipe or your next yes food prep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get going on social media, Nick. I will. I Thank will. you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, man. Cheers.